Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Girlfriend's Guide to Starting Over podcast, and I'm your host, Kayla. In this episode, we are going to dive into self-commitment. What is it? Why is it important? What does it look like? And what are some simple ways that we can implement it? If you are just listening to this podcast for the first time, I want to say hello and welcome to my platform. I am super excited that you are here. And as always, if you are a returning listener, hey sis, welcome back. So self-commitment. All the time people reach out to me and they're like, Kayla, I am ready to start my personal development journey. Put me in coach, teach me your ways. And we see a lot of momentum over the first couple of weeks. And then over time, people start to backpedal, they start to backtrack, and we're not seeing the momentum that we were seeing right when they had the idea to change. And this is because people are not always going to be motivated. You're just not. You won't always be motivated, so you have to remain disciplined. So I tell my clients that each morning when you put your feet on the floor, you get to decide that your commitment level to yourself, your dreams, your goals is a 10. It is a 10. That means it's going to require you to do some things that you don't want to necessarily do in order to get places that you want to go. And all of that boils down to self commitment, your decision to stick with it, even when you don't want to. So let's talk a little bit about ways that we can implement that. And that will show you exactly what it is. So first things first, you get to have a morning routine. I tell my clients frequently, if you do not take charge of your day, your day takes charge of you. So there is no more hitting the snooze button, or anymore setting the alarm to the last minute before you can put your feet on the floor. I say frequently that when I'm asleep and I wake up in the morning, my alarm goes off, I turn off my alarm, it's in the bathroom, right? I leave my phone in the bathroom overnight so I'm not scrolling all night. I turn off my alarm, I wash my face, and then it's just for a moment I think about my day. I think about my day. I really check in with my body. Does anything hurt? How am I feeling emotionally? Am I already having a sense of anxiety when I think about what needs to be planned for my day so that I can start mapping out what I can do to rectify issues or to plan ahead so that things that seem overwhelming have already, I'm ahead of it before it gets ahead of me, right? So have a morning routine, whether that's getting up and working out, getting up and having your coffee out on the balcony or your patio, whether or not that is getting up a few moments before everybody in the house so that you can have your prayer time, your devotion time, your time with your spouse, whatever that looks like for you, get into a habit of having a morning routine. FYI, it's not a part of this necessary session, but I also recommend having a wind down routine. Having that structure in your day is going to tell your body that when I say go, you go. And when I say wind down, it's time for us to wind down. Okay. Number two, hold your boundaries. Self-commitment looks like holding your boundaries. And those are boundaries for yourself, which might be financial, physical, emotional. It might be self-respect. And that oh, those are boundaries for other people that no, you can't drive my car. No, I'm not going to loan you money. No, I'm not going to allow you to talk to me like that. No, I'm not going to stay at work past 5 p.m. Hold your boundaries. When you move the line, you teach people that you are a pushover and that if they just give a little bit of pushback, that you're going to do what they want you to do. So it's up to you to hold your boundaries and how people respond to your boundaries is not your problem and not your responsibility. 
write that down. I always say grab a pen, tag a friend, and write that down, okay? Number three, protect your energy. Protect your energy, sis. You get to decide that you're not going to respond to some things. I used to be incredibly reactive. People could get a rise out of me. And then I started this mantra of he who angers you controls you. And the idea of someone else having control over me did not fly well. But set your set your boundaries. When you recognize that a relationship with someone or interaction with someone is draining to you, cut that off or reduce that. When you recognize that someone is causing you turmoil or anger or fear, cut that off or reduce your interaction with it. You are not trapped in your career, in your relationship, in the body that you have right now. You get to make decisions to change that and you get to decide who and what has access to you. Learning detachment is an art form. And I know that detachment can be bad, but in many times, practicing detachment and not being reactive is so good for you. Tap in with me in coaching if you want to go more into that. And there will also be more sessions about that moving forward on the podcast, okay? Number three, be mindful of what you consume. Be mindful of what you consume. And I don't just mean what you eat. I mean everything that you listen to, what you watch on TV, what you read, what you hear. Do not participate in gossip. I do not listen to a lot of music because it is um, violence, sex, disease, hustle, all of these things that right now in my life, I'm just kind of practicing that lean back kind of energy, letting things flow in building my empire. So on my TV, on my podcast, it's typically podcasts, YouTube videos for personal growth and development and femininity. It is always reading books about people who have started from the bottom now and they're here. Lots of Mel Robbins, lots of Brene Brown, lots of things that are going to feed the person that I am trying to become. So not just food. And when we talk about food, guys, eat healthy for your body type. I'm not going to tell you to jump on and you'll go on a diet, do this, do that. Mm -mm. Eat healthy, follow portion control, but watch what you consume. Mind, body, spirit. Watch what you consume, okay? We're not going to harp there. Last but not least, learn from your triggers. I did a reel a couple weeks ago that said that a trigger is a indication of where you're not free because under the trigger, there is a wound. And under that wound, there are needs that aren't being met. And so what is the need that has been identified when you have a trigger of something, right? So do not just say, ooh, that triggers me. I'm not going, no, 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 no. What is that trigger teaching you about yourself and what you need? Learn to identify those things because then we can start to heal ourselves. We can start to pour into ourselves. We can start to heal our inner child. And things that used to trigger us may not hurt so bad because we've learned that that need is something that we can fulfill. Or we've learned that, you know what, that incident was not my fault. Or maybe it was my fault, but I've learned from that and I'm no longer repeating those patterns, right? So there's tons of ways that we can do better and be better and recommit ourselves when we learn from our triggers. So that's just five ways that we can practice self-commitment I hope that this was incredibly helpful to you, and I look forward to chatting you about similar things in the future. I hope that this helps. I love you so much, and we, girl, will chat in the next one. Goodbye. Well, gorgeous girl, that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found value, insight, or strength. 
I hope something was said that gave you the courage to push on a little while longer toward the life of your dreams. If you felt motivated during this segment, screenshot this and throw it in your stories and tag me on social. That way we can keep the message going. Have an excellent day on purpose and we girl will talk in the